0: Hello one and all and welcome back to the All Things Rugby League podcast. Today we're going to be having a look at Super Sunday as it is because due to the New South Wales election we have three games kicking off this Sunday afternoon as opposed to the usual two. We've got three different games to get through today. The first one we'll see the Warriors back at home at Mount Smart Stadium taking on the Bulldogs. And then we've got the Newcastle Knights taking on the Canberra Raiders at McDonald Jones Stadium. And then we've got the local Derby to wrap up the night with the St. George Illawarra Dragons taking on the Cronulla Sharks at Net Strata Jubilee Stadium. The Warriors have shown a great deal of grit this year under their new coach, Andrew Webster, which is probably the one key ingredient they've been missing in recent seasons. They have had a tendency after conceding some tries and falling behind early in games to just kind of capitulate. But that has not been the case this year. They are gritty. They have fought for the full 80 in each game and they've grounded out some impressive wins as a result. The Bulldogs had the holy bejesus scared out of them last week against the West Tigers when they almost gave away a game they had in the bag by clocking off in the 60th minute. They'll be hoping for not a repeat of that and... Coach Cameron Serraldo and General Manager of Football Phil Gould will be hoping to see a complete 80-minute performance from the side today. But Canterbury Canterbury have looked good to start this year, and they can definitely contend for the finals if they can just get these 80-minute performances and make sure that they don't fade out of games towards the back end. An excuse can be made for the incident at Belmore last week because it was scorching hot. But... Nonetheless, other teams have managed to grind out 80-minute performances in similar conditions, and so there will be some hope that the Dogs can get some fitness and conditioning to ensure that they can compete for the full 80 and have a genuine crack at playing in September. The team list for the Warriors. Charles Nickel Clockstar returns at fullback. Edward Cosi and Marcela Montoya, who had an amazing performance against the Cowboys last week, are the wingers. Viliami Valia and Adam Pompey are the centres. Damaro Martin, who also had an exceptional performance last week against the Cowboys, is the 5'8", Short Johnson at halfback. Adam Fanua-Bike and Bunty Afoa are the starting front rowers. Freddie Lusick comes in at hooker to replace Wade Egan, who was stood down under the concussion protocols after getting KO'd by Jason Talmololo last week. Jackson Ford and Murata Niakore are the back row, with Tohu Harris, the workhorse, locking the scrum. The bench for the Warriors has Dylan Walker, Bailey and Jaz Tavanger and Tom Alley for coach Andrew Webster. The players to watch for the Warriors for me, well the first one is SJ. He showed glimpses of the vintage SJ that we all loved. Last week against the Warriors, he did seem to pick up a bit of a niggle midway through the game against the Cowboys, I apologize. He did seem to pick up a nickel a big way through the game, but he has been named to play today and it'll be interesting to see if last week was just glimpses of the old SJ or if the old SJ is making a return. So it will be interesting to see how he goes to get today against the Bulldogs. The other one is Freddie Lussick. Wade Egan has been a vital piece of this Warriors side and he is going to be a massive loss and it will be interesting to see how Freddie Lussick can stand up in Wade Egan's absence. He's not quite the same level of impact or game control that Wade Egan can provide. His service is a little bit less smooth and crisp but he is definitely a good depth signing that the Warriors had and he's a good person to have in the squad for when situations like this arise when Wade Egan cannot take the field so it will be interesting to see how he goes today against the Bulldogs in a very winnable game for the Warriors it's a pretty settled lineup for the Bulldogs Hayes Perrin will start the game at fullback with Jacob Caraz and Josh Addo on the wings, Jake Avarillo and Paul Alamotti in the centres. Matt Burton and Carl Flanagan are the halves pairing, Max King and Ryan Sutton in the front row with Reid Marnie at hooker. Billy Kikau and Jacob Preston are the back row. Raymond Vitala Mariner will lock the scrum. For the bench, Jaden Ockenbaugh, Corey Waddell, Jaden Tamer, and Farmanu Brown for Cameron Seraldo. The players to watch for Canterbury, well, for me, this is probably going to be a repeating theme for most of this year, and it is halfback Carl Flanagan. With the exception of poor old Luke Brooks, these two halfbacks, Sean Johnson and Carl Flanagan, Flanagan, are probably the most under-pressure halves in the competition. They've got a lot of pressure on them to deliver for their sides. Carl Flanagan, well, we all kind of know his story. He got dumped unceremoniously from the Roosters for reasons that we still don't quite understand. Has joined Canterbury. He wasn't really able to fire at first, but behind this pack and with the coaching of Cameron Serraldo and Matt Burton by his side, Carl Flanagan is definitely showing signs of improvement. Whether it's enough to win him another contract at Canterbury is yet to be seen, but he is definitely showing signs that the confidence and coaching of Cameron Serraldo is doing him a world of good. But it will be interesting to see if he is able to step up and deliver what Canterbury need from him with in get the best out of him, and also to get the best out of Matt Burton, who is not suited to be in the game organising half. That really puts a dampener on Matt Burton's ability to play his natural game. And so that is what Carl Flanagan is in the side for. And I do think that it'll be important for Carl Flanagan to continue to hit his areas the best that he possibly can. So Matt Burton can do his thing and be the X factor that Canterbury need. And the key matchup is again, the matchup between Sean Johnson and Carl Flanagan, because these two really need to deliver for their sides. They've been disappointing since they signed for their clubs and it will be interesting to see how these two halves go and which one can lead their side to victory here today. It's a very winnable game for both sides. Either one could come away with this one and it will be interesting to see which halfback is able to step up and get the two points for their team. In terms of results, I do predict Canterbury will get up here. I think that their signings have been delivering and I think that they are definitely on the up and up. Their rebuild is looking very impressive. They've gotten some very impressive results so far this season and I think they will only continue to improve as their combinations build. The same is true for the Warriors, but I do think that Canterbury will get the win here. I do think that it's going to be pretty close. I expect the Warriors to fight right to the 80th minute, but I do think that the Canterbury will get the win here and I do think it'll be by 10 points or less but the Warriors have surprised me several times already and they've kind of screwed my tippings over just a little bit but I've got absolutely no problem with that because it's good to see the Warriors getting some good results and doing well but I do think it's going to be Canterbury today and I do think it'll be by 10 points or less. On to the next game. The Knights are back in Newcastle and they are hosting the Raiders. The big story coming out of Newcastle is of course their injury crisis and they are in one hell of an injury crisis but also the fact that Dom Young had such a stinker last week against the Dolphins that he has been dropped for this one. So it'll be interesting to see how the Knights go considering that they are using so many of their reserve players with so many of their keys and stars out and also to see how Greg Marju will go in place of Dom Young and what this means for Dom Young as a Newcastle Knight. Is this just temporary to get his form back up to scratch with a couple of weeks in cup to work on his game, or is he falling out of favour at Newcastle before he heads to the Sydney Roosters next year? If the latter is the case, it could see Dom Young released early to go to the Roosters. It'll be interesting to see how this one develops, but nevertheless, here is the team list. For the Newcastle Knights, Lockie Miller had a great game last week against the Dolphins and is at fullback once again. Greg Marju comes onto the wing again in place of Dom Young and Heimel Hunt is on the other wing. Bradman Best and Dane Gago are the centres. Bradman Best showed some really promising signs of reaching that potential that we all know he has last week and we'll be hoping that we can see more of it this week and into the season. Tyson Gamble and Jackson Hastings are again the halves pairing with Caelan Ponga heading over to Canada to get some more assessment done on his neurological condition. Daniel Saifidi and Leo Thompson are the front row. Jaden Braley returns at Hooker, which is a massive in for the Newcastle Knights. Brody Jones and Lachlan Fitzgibbon are the back rowers. Kurt Mann returns to lock the scrum. That's very handy for the Newcastle Knights. Kurt Mann is very versatile and very skilled, and it'll be great to have him come in to lock the scrum while still awaiting the return of Adam Elliott. On the bench, Phoenix Crossland is put back on the bench after having two very passable performances at Hooker in place of Jaden Braley while he recovers, Jack Hetherington, Matt Croker and Jack Johns also returns on the bench for the Newcastle Knights. Watch for this one for me is winger Greg Marju. He's coming in to replace Dom Young whose improvement last year was so profound that he won himself a permanent spot on the Newcastle Knights wing but he has been dropped after six individual errors and a very lackluster performance last week against the Dolphins. Greg Marju has come from the Titans in an exchange deal that saw Chris Randall head to the Titans. I think on his day Greg Marju can be one of the best attacking wingers in this competition. He's very strong, he's very dynamic and he's a great finisher. His defense does need work and that was always his problem while at the Titans so it'll be interesting to see how he goes there but he's definitely got a lot of upside and it'll be interesting to see if he can cement this spot over Dom Young. For the Canberra Raiders the big out is Danny Levi who has just undergone a jaw reconstruction after having it broken last week so In his place, Zach Wolford will come in to be the starting hooker. That is the only real big change for the Canberra Raiders. Still no sign of Xavier Savage. He is still a little bit away, but big Josh Papali'i is back in the side. And that is a huge win for the Canberra Raiders forward pack. We know the Canberra Raiders strength is their big bruising forward pack and Big Papa is a big part of that. So it's great to see him back. The team list for the Canberra Raiders, Sebastian Chris at fullback, James Schiller and Albert Ohopawate on the wings with Nick Kotrick still out. Matt Tomoko and Harley Smith-Shield are the centres. Jack Whiten and Jamal Fogarty are the five-eights. Josh uh, the half, sorry, Josh Papali'i and Joseph Tarpane are the full-strength front row at last with Zach Wolford coming in at hooker for Danny Levi. Hudson Young and Elliot Whitehead are the back row and Corey Naira will lock the scrum on the bench. Tom Starling in his usual role, Pasami Solo, Corey Horsburgh, Big Red had a really impressive game last week and he'll be hoping for a repeat throughout this season and Emre Gula and that will be the bench for Ricky Stewart. The one to watch for the Canberra Raiders, he may have passed the torch as the most explosive and impactful front rower for the Raiders over to Joe Tarpani, but Josh Papali'i still has a huge role to play in this side and it will be interesting to see how he does coming off this injury in his first game back. He's still got an incredible motor. He's a former Origin player. He could very well be put into Origin again for Queensland. And he does have a huge role to play and he is the great partner for Joe Taffney. They know each other's game very well, and they do work very well in tandem for being the key backbone strength of the Canberra Raiders team in their work rate and their ability to take hard carries when needed and get Canberra on the front foot. So Josh Papali he is my man to watch for the Canberra Raiders in this game. In terms of the result, I do think it's gonna be the Canberra Raiders. They gritted out an impressive win against the Cronulla Sharks last week, and I think they will do it again against a very depleted Newcastle side. The loss of Kalen Ponga in Newcastle is just too big to overcome. I think it will be again. Newcastle have only managed to grid out a win against the West Tigers, but to be perfectly fair, they are the West Tigers and they are in some trouble. So even though it was very impressive for Newcastle to get the win against West in those circumstances, I don't think they're going to be able to repeat the same result against the Canberra Raiders. I do think even though the Raiders have had quite a few losses themselves, they've still got their halves in Jack Whiten and Jamal Fogarty. Their front row is back together and they do have some very impressive strike power in Matt Tomoko in the centres, as well as Hudson Young and Elliot Whitehead and Corey Nara in the back row. And when Tom Starling comes on the field, he is able to cut teams to ribbons if they're not careful. So I do think it's going to be the Canberra Raiders, but I do think it'll be by eight points or less. Onto the closing game of the round, it is the local derby, which will see the St George Illawarra Dragons take on the Cronulla Sharks at Netstrata Jubilee Stadium. The Dragons were in the game against the top of the table Broncos right up to their eyeballs until the 70th minute, when the class of the Brisbane Broncos came to the front and they were able to run away with it. But it was a very impressive performance from the Dragons, who a lot of people had to be wooden spoon contenders and definitely not competing for the finals. But it looks like the Dragons could be the surprise packets of this year. With, along with the Dolphins. There have been some very, very drastic improvements from several key members of the Dragons squad, including Tyrell Sloan at fullback, Jaden Sullivan at 5'8, and Moses Mbai has been quite solid whenever he's been called upon to fill whichever position he has had to fill, and Zach Lomax is showing signs of getting back to his dynamic best. So it has been a pretty good showing from the Dragons so far, and I think that they will definitely compete in this one against Cronulla, who finally get the return of their main man, Nico Hines. The team list for the Dragons, Tyrell Sloan at fullback, Matt Fiegei and Michele Ravalawa on the wings, Moses Sully and Zach Lomax in the centres. Jaden Sullivan and Ben Hunt are the halves. Francis Molo and Blake Laurie are the front row, with Moses Mbai coming in to start at hooker. Ben Murdoch Masilla, who's been very impressive since signing from the Warriors, and Jaden Sewer, the former Rabbitoh, make up the back row. Jack Bird will lock the scrum. On the bench we have Jacob Little who will start from the bench as opposed to start in the hooker role so that's an interesting change from Anthony Griffin. Zane Musgrove, Toby Couchman and Josh Kerr will be the other three interchanges. Josh Kerr has had an impressive start to the season and it'll be good to see him continue that form if he is able to do so over to the Cronulla Sharks and Brayden Trimble did an exceptional job as they stand in at halfback for Cronulla but Nico Hines is back the Cronulla Sharks have been waiting for this for four weeks now and they finally get their main man back and hopefully Nico can get them back on track and back to the heights that they reached last year so, the team list has Will Kennedy at fullback, Sione Katoa and Ronaldo Molotalo on the wings, Jesse Ramian and Sia Sifatalakai in the centers, Matt Moylan is back, and finally, Nico Hines returns at halfback. Toby Rudolph and Braden and Uele are the props, Blake Braley is at hooker, Britton Nakora and Teague Wilton are in the back row, with Wade Graham still suspended. Dalphin will lock the scrum. Cam McInnes will take on his old side from the bench in the 14 jersey. Royce Hunt, Oregon Confuci, and Jack Williams make up the rest of the bench for Craig Fitzgibbon. It's an almost full-strength Cronulla side. They are still missing Wade Graham, but apart from that, they are pretty much at full strength, and it'll be great to see where Cronulla stand this year. The bookies have Cronulla the favourites to win this one, but I'm going to stick my neck out a bit. I think it's going to be the Dragons. The Dragons have really surprised us so far this year, and I think that there are some real concerns with Cronulla's edge defence that I'm not sure they've yet to fix. So I do think it's going to be the Dragons. I do think it's going to be very close. We might be seeing yet another golden point game, but I do think in the end it is going to be Ben Hunt leading the Dragons to victory against Nico Hines and the Cronulla Sharks, but I do think it is going to be close. I think it is going to be four points or less, but I am going to tip the Saints. So, that is my preview for the Super Sunday of round four, guys. I will be getting my review of this round up. I do apologize for not getting the reviews of round three up. We are still just working things out around here, but I do think that I've got everything in order so we can start to provide more content. So, again, I do apologize for that, but there will be a review of round four coming. It's already in the works, and I will be back next week with the previews as well as we start to add some more content and some different types of content for viewers to enjoy. So until then guys have a great day, enjoy the footy and I will see you next time.